Today on the newscast, a major Middle Eastern nation on the verge of collapse and the world's most dangerous terrorist organization set to play an even larger role at Israel's doorstep. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. Israel's Defense Minister Benny Gantz visited the Israel-Lebanon border today, Tuesday, April 20th, with the Israel Defense Forces to assess the threat posed by the terrorist army Hezbollah. Now, Hezbollah, of course, is perched on Israel's northern border in southern Lebanon. It possesses, I don't know, at least 150,000 rockets and missiles pointed at every inch of Israel. Gantz addressed that threat. He said that if Hezbollah acts against Israel, Israel will respond overwhelmingly and that Hezbollah will suffer, quote, very heavy consequences. Now, Hezbollah has other concerns in addition to that looming war with Israel. How about the potential collapse of Hezbollah's home base of Lebanon? What would the ramifications of that be for Hezbollah, for Israel, for the region? We will get into all of it in a minute. And we'll also head to the Israel-Lebanon border for an up-close look at the Hezbollah threat. Before we get into it, real quick, I just want to give you a heads up that on Thursday, uh, April 22nd, right here on YouTube, we will be having another Watchman Newscast live stream event between 4 o'clock and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can join us live right here on YouTube and bring your questions. We had a great newscast, uh, a live stream on April 8th. And folks, it was a blast. I got a chance to share my personal testimony, how I became a Christian, how I got into this field, the wild world of covering the Middle East. So bring your questions, ask me anything. You'll get to know me a little bit better. And I will look forward to getting to know you a little bit better as well, because we so appreciate all of our Watchman Newscast viewers and subscribers. Again, that's this Thursday. Uh, April 22nd, between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us live. Don't miss it. Okay, let's get into it. The potential collapse of a major Middle Eastern nation, the nation of Lebanon. Folks, this has not gotten a whole lot of coverage as of late, but right now, Lebanon is quite literally on the verge of financial and political collapse. Let's review. Number one, Lebanon essentially has not had a functioning government for months now. Number two, the economy is in an absolute shambles for a number of reasons, including corruption, including the COVID crisis, and including, of course, that massive explosion in the port of Beirut back in early August 2020, uh, a horrific event. Uh, Many people in that surrounding area were killed and injured. It really put a dent into the Lebanese economy and and basically destroyed an entire neighborhood in the Lebanese capital of Beirut. Now, the ammonium nitrate that went up in flames and created that massive mushroom cloud over the city, uh, most likely a Hezbollah stockpile. Hezbollah accidentally, most likely, set it off somehow, literally playing with fire, I guess you would say. But there's been great anger at Hezbollah ever since that event, really even before that event, but especially since that August disaster in Beirut, there's been a lot of fingers in Lebanon pointed in Hezbollah's direction and saying, hey, wait a minute, you are a nefarious presence 
in this country. You are a state within a state inside Lebanon, and you're bringing nothing but chaos and misery to this nation through your patron, your master, Iran. And folks, it's hard to argue with that assessment. Nevertheless, Hezbollah and its allies within Lebanon hold a majority in the Lebanese parliament, the Lebanese government, and essentially... Hezbollah does indeed have that state within a state throughout southern Lebanon, the Shiite areas there. It rules with an iron fist, again, right at Israel's doorstep. Hezbollah also with a major presence in the suburbs around the Lebanese capital of Beirut. Right now, Hezbollah is stockpiling food, medicine, and fuel. No doubt a good chunk of that fuel is coming from Iran, but there are also ration cards that Hezbollah is handing out in southern Lebanon to the people there. So the rationing food, Hezbollah is preparing for this very, I don't want to say very likely, but possible event of Lebanon really imploding. It's something no one wants to see, of course, but Hezbollah is preparing and they are stocking up. I think the big question is, okay, Hezbollah will provide for its fellow Shias, of course, in southern Lebanon, but will they provide across sectarian lines? And to give you a better idea of Israel's really precarious borders, we wanted to take you today to that Israel-Lebanon border, in particular the town of Matula, a beautiful town in Israel, the northernmost point in the state of Israel, right on the Lebanon border. Our good friend Avi Melamed, Israeli intelligence analyst, joined us there a little while back to lay out the threat posed by Hezbollah to Israel. It goes far beyond rockets and missiles. And let's just say that Iran's presence is most certainly felt in southern Lebanon. Take a look. Avi, we can hear and see this beautiful waterfall right in front of us, but again, What a contrast. Right here we have this beautiful scenic waterfall here in the northernmost point of Israel in Metula. But a stone's throw away, we have Hezbollah. And Avi, I look at these hills and I shudder to think of a day where Hezbollah fighters could be coming down these hills into Metula. Correct, Eric. This is a very significant threat. A few words about the Hezbollah. The Hezbollah has been significantly boosting its military capacities and mostly in the last couple of years. Since late 2011, Hezbollah is massively involved in the war in Syria. We estimate something like six, 7,000 militants of the Hezbollah are in Syria fighting to secure Assad rule. And that's a big chunk of Hezbollah's capabilities, right? That's a big chunk of Hezbollah's capability. We know that the fact that the Hezbollah, though sustaining massive casualties in Syria and having a lot of loss, at the same time is working constantly to boost its um, military capacities. Yeah looking at Israel. So we are looking here at a very serious challenge, as you um, accurately noted. Avi, you, you figure that Hezbollah is getting significant battlefield on the ground experience next door in Syria, fighting alongside Iran, the Assad regime. Russia is there, obviously, on their side. And that all leads me to my next point. Uh, Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah, the leader of Hezbollah, has talked about possibly Hezbollah forces invading some of these northern Israeli communities like Metula someday. How realistic is that? Again, the proximity, boom, they're right here. It is very realistic. Actually, I would say that the Israeli intelligence is based upon the assumption that this is exactly what Hezbollah will try to do. 
We have to understand the logic beyond such a move. What Nasrallah is looking for is actually to have what he called the triumph, ultimate triumph uh, footage. And as far as he's concerned, the ultimate triumph footage is to set the Hezbollah's yellow flag in the heart of an Israeli community. We have to understand the calculations of Nasrallah. Nasrallah right now is lost in wide part of the Arab world because of its involvement in the war in Syria, because of the fact that he is a proxy of the Iranians. So he's disliked in the Arab world, he's Nasrallah, the leader of Hezbollah. Widely disliked today in the Arab world. He's looking for ways to rehabilitate its crumbling image. Yeah. As far as he is concerned, putting a flag in the heart of an Israeli community in Israel yeah. could be the ultimate triumph um, footage that he's looking for. Propaganda victory, Avi. Uh, Hezbollah fighters storming right across this border where we're standing right now, planting that Hezbollah flag in the middle of this beautiful Israeli community of Matula. Pictures are taken, the images go viral throughout the Arab world, and all of a sudden, Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah is the lion and the hero of the Arab world. He has occupied, in their words, occupied the occupier, Israel, and planted that Hezbollah flag. Yes, exactly. And you are touching one of the most significant things to understand, what makes Lebanon and parts of the Arab world ticks. In that context, what I would like you to do, Eric, you mentioned the Hezbollah flag. I want to show you something very interesting. So please take okay. these binoculars sure. and look up the hill and you will see an interesting sign. And on top of that sign, you could see wow. the flags of the Hezbollah. Yeah, Avi, I see, right, staring right at me through these binoculars, I see the Ayatollah Khomeini, the leader of the Iranian revolution, and I see the Hezbollah flag. A few yards from where we're standing right now. Correct. And I see a Palestinian flag, by the way, that as the viewers correct. at home can see as well. That is correct. Focusing on that specific sign, Arik, here is something very significant. The way the Hezbollah was hijacking Lebanon from within was done under the concept of we are going to liberate Palestine. Yeah. It is done under the slogan known in Arabic, Al-Muqawama, which means the resistance. And the is... Dome of the Rock is on that banner as well, with Khomeini. Exactly. Yeah. Because the message that the Hezbollah tries to convey in this signal is two ways message. One is a psychological warfare attending the Israelis, basically saying, beware, we are coming for you. The other message is actually to the Lebanese and the Arab world saying, don't you guys discredit Hezbollah because Hezbollah allegedly is the one that is going to free yeah. and liberate uh, Palestine. Folks, I think what most struck me about that visit to the Israel-Lebanon border, and I've been there many times, was the contrast of having that beautiful waterfall that we showed you and that you could hear in the background throughout my interview with Avi, uh, juxtaposed against that massive banner of a scowling Ayatollah Khomeini looking on at us as we conducted that interview. What struck me was that although there was a banner featuring a foreign leader, someone from a foreign nation, the nation of Iran, there were no banners featuring leaders of Lebanon. Hezbollah is supposedly a, Lebanon, a Lebanese organization. They operate within the state of Lebanon, yet clearly no allegiance to the nation that it calls home and where it has set up shop. Hey, before we go, a quick reminder once again that Watchman Newscast live stream right here on YouTube Thursday afternoon between 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us. Bring your questions. I can't wait to talk to you and get to know you a little bit better on our Watchman Newscast live stream Thursday 
April 22nd between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. I will see you then, and I will also see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today here on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.